Warning, this is a satirical rugby podcast for degenerate gamblers, rugby fanatics, and anyone in between. If that sounds like you, you've come to the right place. If you're easily offended, oh well, who cares, who knows, why bother? Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. studio had to lasso him down the man who who travels the world making the underwater welding supply industry turn uncle johnny's back in studio good to see you bt well before i start i do have some bad news this may be the last ever rugby pickup episode what's the deal there was uh some water dripped onto the home (laughs) homemade studio aka my tablet (laughs) The classic battle of technology against water. Humans, we need technology. We need water. Sometimes we get both of them mixed up. It's not good. The screen's pretty blotchy, but the computer still works. So we will see. Real nail-biter on that. But it's been a hell of a month, Johnny, of test rugby. The November window, as they call it, all started with the weekend in Chicago that wasn't technically in the November window, but it's been three straight weeks of cracking test rugby with most of the Southern Hemisphere teams going up to Europe to tour. What have you taken in so far? Well, we're witnessing, uh, you know, a bit of a resurgence and some pride out of the Northern Hemisphere, right? A momentous shift. The Europeans have punched back. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, especially leading up to the World Cup next year. Um, those those uh, pools are going to be pretty contentious. And when the Southern Hemisphere teams come in hot, up into the Northern Hemisphere, it's good to see uh, those Northern teams just uh, front up and make it hard on them on the tour. New Zealand still remains number one overall, but two, three, and four. Ireland, Wales, and England all getting some big wins at home. Uh, but Johnny, our Eagles already two and one on what is a very, very hard tour. A big road win last weekend against Romania, but before that, a historic win against Samoa. Gary Gold. The train continues to roll. Yep. The USA now officially, as of today, breaking news, moves up to 13th in the world rankings. That is the highest ever ranking for the Eagles in modern times. <laughs> Surpassing Italy, who was beat up a little bit by Australia. Fuck yeah. it. We beat Italy right now. You Say so? we won't. Well. <sighs> Unfortunately, the Eagles have to end on what is their hardest game all year. Ireland at home. And we'll get into Ireland uh, in a second, who also got a huge win. But um, I think it's just great for the Eagle brand to get these last two wins on the road, gutting through injury. Some guys were, like, snapping their hamstrings and Achilles, like, pregame. When shit just rolls downhill, it's really hard to, like, yeah. front up and get wins. And but that's what we did. You're backfilling those positions, and you're not as deep as, you know, some of these countries are to be completely honest and uh it's the next man up mentality so it's good to be peaking though right now going into ireland so but, hard but peaking so hard seriously ireland that's uh, ireland at home oh we're, well, just gonna, we're just gonna have to hope that they've got a bit of a hangover still from uh their 
their historic their game. big Saturday night. Yeah, the Irish knock off the Kiwis for the first time at home for the second time in a row, I might add. Uh, looking back to the Chicago weekend, I want to hop back to what started this whole tour the USA hosting the Chicago weekend. Not the best attendance numbers. Terrible. Some people people are saying, people are questioning the uh, the game selection here, Johnny. What's going on? Are we spoiling a good thing in the rugby weekend by diluting it too much? No, no. I think it's ambitious. I think it's ambitious to have three games because you're sitting in the uh, stands for, you know, what, six, eight, eight hours. Uh, it, it's That's ambitious. I think it's a good uh, attempt. But then, you know, you're 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 kind of uh, risking losing some people along the way. I, I don't know. I don't know how. I they didn't get the excitement up. People need to. People actually need to get the excitement up among their little pods of rugby fans throughout the United States and take tours there. Yeah. Boss up. Come on, Midwest. Take tours, but like make also like make it an, an event where you can maybe play around it too or something like that. So some other events and stuff like that. But. Uh, yeah, the attendance was yeah. not great. Well, you know, not to brag, but the rugby weekend I went to was the big one. When Probably because you were there. Yeah, yeah. That, I peaked there for the rugby weekend for me. But, yeah, Eagles start out with a loss against the Maori, not technically in the World Cup window. But? But we lost Sean Davies, and that started the injury thing right there. He got body slammed, took a concussion. Yeah, They showed a lot of resilience. I mean, they got thumped. But from there on out, they could have put their tail between their legs and said, oh, woe is us. The tour is doomed to begin with. But they get a huge win against Samoa. Will Hooley hits the game winner at the death. Nobody knew it was the death, but it was the death. Yeah, really, really dramatic win. And got to feel good about that against, obviously, an always physical Samoa. And those are the teams you got to beat, right? Yeah. Uh, we got to own that. As, as Gary Golden said, when I first met him ever, we got to own that. Tier two. Before we can talk about, when don't even we, think about tier when, one. When we, yeah, like, <laughs> will we ever see that in our lifetime? We don't know. But like, own that tier two first. That's where where we are. And Romania was another big statement. Following this weekend, weekend, they put the boom down. They crushed Romania. Um, was that game on Flow Rugby? Because yep. we do have a gripe for Flow Rugby. Yep. You're do not implicate the games ending in your titles because when people go back to grab some content yep. and they hear a headline like Will Hooley game winner. A couple notes for flow is like make your <laughs> make your videos, like your replays, easy to find. And when we're looking for the replays, don't put in the title the score of the game. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that you spoiler alert the whole deal. Uh, it, so it's just, just a little nit. Just a, life little, is about Alex improvement. Goff, if you're listening, you know, life is about improvement. Tell um, your, uh, but we we did watch some. Tell your web designer just shift a couple things around. We watched some good rugby on Flow. We watched some good rugby on ESPN Plus this oh, yeah. weekend. I'm getting my six ninety nine worth. You better believe it now. <laughs> we got club rugby in Europe. We got the internationals. England won a game and lost a game in which the TMO was absolutely pivotal. One went their way on a call. One did not go their way. Johnny. Looking back, isn't it hysterical when like rugby actually gets a little Twitter pop and like a little online boost when these controversial TMO plays are happening and people are going crazy online and already making memes with Owen Farrell hitting high and yeah, it's yeah. it's all dramatic and it's kind of fitting that it happened to England because they're all nitpicky to begin with. They're oh, they're, they're the first ones to hit the internet, pedantic, yeah. Right, and so you know it can. There's that eternal debate on how much officiating is too much and and how much uh 
review is too much versus the natural flow of the game and getting the call right. But at the end of the game, you're always going to, you know, have people wanting you to review a call. It, what it doesn't leave line? you feeling good, though. I wish people – you talk about how crazy people go online about these <laughs> calls. I wish people would, like, post that often or half that often about – commentary on actual game gameplay who like played really well and like what the strategies that were that affected the whole scope of the game versus like one call at the end that just happened to be at the end which was one of like hundred call a hundred plus calls in a game you want to see the online rugby community go crazy over like look at that rush speed instead of like like, this ref blew it for us the sir excuse me uh but yeah new zealand squeaked out a couple wins before finally losing to ireland what was that game like? I mean, Ireland is king right now. Their rush defense absolutely swallowed up all the Kiwi talent, and they made them look like they were the betas on that day. So I think Ireland, you know, they smothered uh, and they played their own kind of game plan, especially with ball retention on offense, and and they recycled the ball. I mean, their their retention rate, their ruck retention rate was uh, the percentage was phenomenal. And if you look at the statistics, they're strikingly similar for both teams. Both teams played really good defense, but I think Ireland, maybe they took some notes from South Africa uh, or they were just playing a similar game plan on defense where they played that high line speed rush defense, smothered New Zealand and didn't really allow them to create. You know, anytime they're real finishers like Rika Iwani got the ball with a little bit of space, he was he had three guys on him. Yeah. So they – they played that defense wins type of mentality and just wore them down. I didn't know if Ireland would have gas left in the tank the way they were playing. And, you know, we always knew the subs would be huge, but they played until they were just completely off, out on their feet. And the stadium was just Every vibrating. Irish person there puts their heart and soul into it. The fans, the announcer, he's like catching his breath. CJ Stander takes it forward like – He's giving it everything he can, but yeah, Standard, O'Mahony played well. Oh, yeah, oh, it's great. Rob yeah. Carney. Carney, Stockdale, too, a chip and chase to score. Stockdale's a real rangy winger. Yeah. You got to love the length there. Yeah, he gets around the park, and, <laughs> and Carney was always in the, in the right place at the right time. You know, a couple intercepts just to save yeah. try scoring opportunities, and they kept New Zealand without scoring tries. I mean, that's, they just stifled them. They made, they made them look, uh, kind of second class i mean they new zealand's still you know w- ranking wise number one in the world and they're gonna come back biting that's for sure oh yeah but ireland closes up with the u.s what is the line on that should we call our old friend johnny oh are we gonna call harpo see uh where in the world is harpo what what are your guesses the word on the street is he's He's hanging out. What's the street saying? He's hanging out down in Hotlanta. You know he's kind of a, a snowbird, right? He uh, he migrates south during the winter. Usually Atlanta, the panhandle of Florida. Uh, you know, <clears throat> he doesn't like the cold, and he's on foot a lot. So, uh, you know, he needs that temperate weather. So we'll see if we can dial old Harpo up. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Well, it looks like Harpo is officially off the grid. Uh, and uh, the rumor, Jesus. we'll just have to uh, go with what's hot off the press, though, from his remarkable email address. Uh, are the lines for this weekend, including 
a revision of the line for the USA Ireland match in Ireland. He had him at minus Ireland at minus fifty originally. Uh, we have a revision at minus thirty-eight. No, come on, John Ireland minus part Irish, so you know we, we got we got some hope here. Ireland look really all we <laughs> again all we can hope for is that they're they're still celebrating and they play their like one point five side, but. Yeah, you know, I think if uh, we go out there and get a couple big scores, we'll be able to walk away happy. Minus 30, 38, it's a big line, but Ireland looks good. Give We're, me USA and the points. We, we, uh, we <laughs> got it. Golds, Eagles, man. We Keep got, riding the high. Let's hope for it. Let's hope for a good finish to the tour for us. Uh, we have Italy, New Zealand. Italy plus 32 against New Zealand. Um Italy has never, not really looked that impressive. I think New Zealand's going to bite back pretty aggressively. So I'm looking at New Zealand to cover that 32-point spread. Absolutely. Give Perinara the start. He's hungry. Yeah. He's a dog. I love the way he plays. And <laughs> the only reason that he doesn't start is the consistency of Aaron Smith. But even even Smith himself, you know, he, he uh, you know, you know, he's he's human. So I, th- I like the spiciness of Perinara in there. Uh, and they play well off each other. And then, you know, Moanga's getting some more looks where they slot Barrett back into fullback. Full Rome? I believe they are playing at Rome. Mm, I don't know. I heard the Roman fans don't show up. Too political. <laughs> Not a good sports town. What's the next game? So we got Wales versus South Africa. And this should be a Thrall really, thing, mate. really, really good thing match. for it. So we got the line from hot from Harpo at Wales plus two. So at home, at home, Millennium, Millennium Stadium, the best, by the way, never been there. It's one of the the rugby must sees. It's electric. It's it really is a great stadium uh, for rugby. So, oh, man, that's going to be a really good matchup. I don't even know. I'll take the Safas. You take the Safas. Every game, even their losses, they've played right there. Yeah, they really haven't been blown out in. Since mid rugby championship, like I think they're coming around. They're going to beat Wales at Wales. I'm going to take South Africa as well. Henry Pollard. I don't know if you've been watching his kicking. He can just smoke uh, kicks from 50 plus. You know, 50 on the angle, and it's just dead straight. I don't know. He's he's on right now. I like how he attacks the line on offense too. Um, so I, I don't know. I I like Wales too the way they're playing, but but I take South Africa in that matchup just because of how they're playing in form. They had a pretty good showing against Scotland. Um, Scotland, who have fallen off a little bit, I feel. Yeah, so Scotland and Wales both had games against um, island countries where they were playing tight at halftime, Fiji and Tonga, and then they got romped in the second half. So they're coming off big wins, but um, what are we closing out with? England, Australia. The battle of Michael Checa versus Eddie Jones. Yeah, they've got some history. There's oh, going to be some nipping. So I want to. I just want to watch. Can the I be commentary. flying the wall at, <laughs> yeah. in the post game? The post game loser interview. I want to be there. <laughs> oh god. Maybe it's going to be him and Hooper. You know, with his eyeliner bruises everywhere, <laughs> just being sad and mopey. Yeah, it should be a good game. So we week. got England minus eight mm. versus at Twix Australia. There, England is hosting. So, and oof, I, I that's a pretty good line. Minus eight, they'll cover that. You think England's going to cover? Yeah, Australia's not consistent. That can we say? And Czech has held his job since last World Cup because I think they know they have nobody better for the job. 
But yeah. Australia's not in a good time compared to their historical standard. And they're fighting some of the challenges we fight here. Like, there's a ton of other sports. There's a ton of other selection. There was, they have not been great. And There's some scathing criticism from a former uh, Australia coach of Michael Cheka <laughs> online. I mean, England goes hard at home. England goes pretty hard. So England to cover against Australia. The eight-point spread. Scotland-Argentina is another really interesting matchup to round out the internationals here that we're looking at. Mm, we've, got Sco- we've got Scotland hosting with a six-point favorite. So Scotland minus six hosting Argentina. Well, I don't know if there's a line, but I would take the over no matter what it is because Argentina plays great offense and dog shit defense. So the, Scotland will probably win like 41 to 30. <laughs> yeah. Every Argentina game, it seems to me, is over 40 points. Um, they have not won a lot. As we, we said they battled pretty hard in the rugby championship, but not great on this tour so far. Lost to France, lost to Ireland. Yeah, um, they the France looked really good Saturday, last weekend, um, against Argentina. Argentina didn't look as strong. They got owned in the scrum. France, mm-hmm. France fronted up. So I, I really like the way France played, but... Argentina, again, on the road. At home, they can play like gangbusters. On the road, it can be a little tough. I don't know, though. I'm taking Argentina to, to uh, with those six points just because I think they're going to try to finish with a spice. It's a good tease. Oh, plus, I love their wings. Oh, Buffelli. Buffelli, Moyano, Nico Sanchez. They have like, so many finishers. John, it's been a great year. I mean, this has been uh, our first runaround with Rugby Pick'em. It's coming to a close. But guess what? Just when you think things are drying up, got MLR right around the corner. Matter of fact, we might have some whispers. We've been hearing some whispers. Whispers. John, what are you thankful for in 2018? In 2018, I'm thankful for friends like these. (laughs) Friends like these. I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. uh, Also, on the U.S. women's side, um, Kane coming in. Raising Kane and made some bold choices, picking a lot of youth on this tour. And I was pretty, I'm, I'm personally still skeptical of those choices because we have a lot of talent. I think you need to bleed in the youth with alongside some talented veterans so that they learn alongside the best. But they rounded out their tour on Saturday with a big win over Ireland, and they've had a hit or miss tour. So it was a really big uh, confidence booster. They had beat England A, which is England's B side, um, but they, you know, kind of got embarrassed a bit by England and New Zealand and along the way. But at the end, they finished on a high note, and it's really good experience for some of these really young players leading into uh, the next World Cup cycle. So that's good to see. And from what I hear. France versus the New Zealand Black Ferns, the, the women's game from this weekend, was like the game to watch. So I can't wait to cue that up and watch uh, that France-New Zealand women's match. Uh, that, that's going to be it. Think about this. Just nine days until Dubai. Seven series already, eh? Yeah. Happens oh, that fast. That's exciting. Johnny, it's always a pleasure. I love you. I love you too. And I love you all, fans. Pick them.
You Say so? we won't. Well, <sighs> to be completely honest. Not the best attendance numbers. Terrible. Right. This rap blew it for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the sir, excuse me. See that new kit? Oh, the X Blades. Mate, X Blades. How good, mate? How good? Yeah. Way better than last year. Yeah. Last year's kit was shite. Oh no. Well, you know, in 2020 they're gonna have like holograms. Yeah. So they can, you know, change at halftime from home to away. Perfect. Yeah. Just like fan experience. Hey Johnny. Yeah. I heard that uh, a team is gonna enter the league from Saudi Arabia in 2020. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but we like can't cover them. Oh, yeah, it's too soon. There's a chilling effect. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll just have to play their games, and we'll give them a pat on the back. We'll give them a, we'll give them a good review. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, I heard that they're going to change the tackle line, too. Instead of the nipple, it's uh, the top of your chest there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. That's the high tackle line. What about wax jobs? Lots uh, of wax jobs. We'll have to go case by case. Oh, I got a lot of chest there. Pick him. Why are you laughing, man? You know. Why are you laughing? You know. 